It is so great to be here. Welcome to Groomed LA. The beautiful life awaits. The podcast. This is your host, Emily Wagner, your your pilot, your curator, your captain, editor-in-chief, mom, friend, and also hamster. Yes, if you hear a wheel in the background, it is my Hollywood hamster who is an obsessive exercise bulimic. So I can even put the hamster wheel in the other room. Doesn't make a difference. You're going to hear it. So welcome. Welcome to our home. It is so exciting to be here. This is the long-awaited Groomed LA podcast. And this episode is our, I'm not even calling it an episode. It's an intro. It's a what's up. It's hey. It's like, it's not even drinks. It's like, I'll meet you for coffee. It's coffee. It's not even coffee. It's tea. Maybe it's matcha. It's a matcha latte. I'm just going to give you a little bit about me and why we're here and how I ended up here on my couch with my DJ headphones on and a microphone in my mouth. Um, well, first, let me just give you a few a few different ideas that I had for titles of this show. I finally settled on Groomed LA because I have had a blog called Groomed LA for almost 10 years. And we'll get back to that in a minute. But first, I do want to give you some other ideas I had for the for the title because groom you might not know what Groom LA means and I'm going to explain it to you in a minute. But here's some other titles. I'm just looking at my list that I typed when I was um, driving, only at the red lights. And I also have that thing on the dashboard, like the I got it at Staples, and it's like a suction cup. So I wasn't really like I wasn't like I was on my phone looking down. I was typing, looking forward, trying not to get into an accident, which knock on wood hasn't happened. Okay, so these were some other titles I had for the show. It's going to be okay. All right. I kind of want to comment on each, but I won't. But you look good. Peaked in high school. Late Bloomer Society. Trend busters. The perennials. Starting over again. These all sound like movies with Meryl Streep and Dustin Hoffman. Um, how to die trying not dying in Hollywood. A little wordy. Not to mention it sucks. Failing upward or upwards. I'm not really sure the grammar, so that one had to go. Always blooming. No, that's terrible. No, no, that was with the perennials. That was like a note to myself, perennials, because I'm always blooming. Or low-key luxury. Okay, they all suck. So that's why we're here and it's Groomed LA. So let me tell you a little bit about what Groomed LA means. I started a blog in 2009. I, at that point, I was an actress. I was a Hollywood actress. I was on a television show called ER. You might know it because you were probably in the crib or like you're, you were getting bottle fed and your mom was watching it. So basically I'm your mom. So I had a long time part, small, tiny role, like back of the head. If you see me running, I was a paramedic. You might recognize like my hair as I run. Um, I was a paramedic, Doris Pickman, the snarky paramedic on ER for 15 years. And by the way, that'll be another story we can talk about how to keep a job in Hollywood. Um, during that time, I, you know, I, look, when you're growing up as an actress and I've been an actress my entire life, there's a lot of focus on looks and grooming and like what your weight and your hair and your face and your nose and all that shit and plastic surgery. Frankly, I should have done a lot of it because I probably would have worked more, but I didn't. And um, I remember being in the makeup trailer and at that point, you know, you're getting a lot of makeup put on your face every day. And I noticed that like the, the stars of the show, like my dear, lovely friend, Juliana Margulies, um, 
was getting like the really good makeup. I was getting like the shit from Namie's that's like, you know, like the the real movie makeup that you look crazy pants in real life, but you look great on screen. But it was so clogging on my skin. And I just started to really take care of my skin. I was started to get facials. But I did notice that the stars, I'd look up in the trailer and I noticed that they were using like much better cosmetics on them. And I was kind of curious, like what, well, first of all, I was wondering why they were getting the good shit and I was getting the crap, but that's because they were making a lot of money and sustaining NBC. But anyway, I, I started like getting really into the products and, you know, we got stuff sent to us and I just became like the grooming queen. And I remember my best friend, Libra, that really is her name, um, said, you know, you should have a blog about like where to go to get all this good shit done, like your hair and, I'll, you know, just do it. And I was like, oh, that's a good idea. I'd had a blog at the time called Motherhood Lim. I was a mommy blogger. This was back in 2006. Like, I think I was like one of five mommy bloggers. Um, and I said, yeah, why not? So I started this blog and it would, it, it started out sort of groom, actual real grooming. And like all great things, you you grow out of them. So, you know, I would say over the past few years, I became disenchanted. I had blogger Schadenfreude. Is that how you pronounce it? Whatever it was, I sort of grew out of that being my main subject of interest. At the same time, Groom LA was quite popular and I kind of had to keep it up. Um, so I would say over the past, you know, year and a half, I've had a major awakening about how to sustain the blog and keep it going when I really, really, I, I'm a mom. Like I could care about getting a manicure. I, I'm concerned about getting my teeth brushed. So it didn't feel that genuine and authentic to really be reporting to you. Like I don't even wear makeup and you know, it wasn't so much a beauty blog. I'd care about fitness. I care about wellness. I've gone through a lot of stuff with my health. Um, I've always been committed to wellness and spiritual wellness. Um, for many years, I've been a yoga teacher for 20 years, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the point is I didn't want to, you know, toss the blog. I just wanted to evolve. So as I've shifted my focus to more wellness and healing and really, you know, the tagline for the, for the, for the blog is the beautiful life awaits. And really what that means to me it still has a ton of meaning and it means the beautiful life, like what it is to have real beauty, real true beauty. Cause honey, it ain't on the outside because you can look a lot of beautiful people and they look frigging miserable, even though their skin is gorgeous. So it's, it's a combination of really that upkeep of, you know, just basic grooming. And then the real grooming, the cutting the weeds, the dead ends, the spiritual grooming, the soul work, the, the really hard work, um, that we have to sort of groom our existence to really cut away and carve away and find our true beauty. And so much to me about beauty is really living in your truth and your authentic passion. And you know, what the fuck is that? And how, especially as an artist, like how do you find it? How do you, it's so elusive. And yet I've touched upon it. Like, and when I get it, it's, I feel unbelievably radiant. So we're going to really talk about a lot about that. So without further ado, I do want to talk about, um, some things that we'll be talking about on the podcast. Well, first of all, I'll tell you a little bit more about me in one second, but just so you can get a sense of what we'll be talking about. Um, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about change. We're going to talk about starting over. We're going to talk about how, how we evolve through life and allow for change and not get fixed in one identity. And I'm going to be bringing in so many amazing guests to unpack this with. Okay. Raise your hand if you're sick of the word unpack. 
I'm so sick of it. And yet it's such a good word. Anyway, we'll unpack that later. Um, I want to talk about career. Once again, I'm, I'm referring to my list that I did on my little, like on my iPhone on that cute little note note thing, the yellow thing when I was driving. Um, I swear uh, it was at a red light. I want to talk about having many careers. I want to talk about the digital age. I want to talk about social media. I've got so many feels about it. I've got mad feelings about social media and how we you know, deal and with this new relationship in our lives. It's like, who's got time for a boyfriend? I I have a relationship with my phone. In fact, my kids call my phone Dave and they even had performed a wedding at one point. So it's a pretty big freaking deal. I want to talk about leaning in and leaning out. And I'm not even really sure which is which, but I want to talk about it. Um, of course, we're going to talk about Me Too, feminism, post-feminism, the patriarchy. And I have a lot of guests that can really speak to that way more than I can because I'm kind of dumb. Um, I want to talk about health, obviously. Um, I can get deep into health. I'm really into like biohacking. I'm going to get some of those great cutting edge biohackers, nutrition supplement, like extremists, all the kind of amazing things that you can do now to really get deep into the anti-aging zone, not just like on a health level, but also physical. Like we're going to talk about all kind of like cool things that you could do. And not to mention, I am going to send you on your merry way everywhere in LA. Like for as far as I'm concerned, hold off. Don't get any facials. Don't get any cryo. Don't get a vagina rejuvenation. Don't have a baby. In fact, don't have, just sit in your room in a bubble. Don't do anything until you tune in or DM me or PM me or write me or call me because I've got the list. It's called the GLA list. I even have a hashtag, hashtag GLA list about who's who and where to go. I've been working as a consultant and a concierge in this department for around 10 years. And I will literally tell you where to go to get your like deviated septum reset and where to get your breasts lifted and your nipples made smaller. Um, Not to mention who could be the right healer for you and psychic and everything in that department. Um, By the way, did you know they're cloning people? They're fucking cloning DNA. And I'm going to bring that guy on here who taught me about that. They're cloning people in China. Shit's crazy. Um, I want to talk about awareness. I mean, awareness about self-identity, consciousness, um, different ways about expanding our consciousness, all kinds of ways. Because I, you know what? I've done them all. And I cannot wait to bring on experts in every field, every field. I'm talking maybe not politics. Um, I want to talk about motherhood and I'm a twice mommy with two baby daddies. So I'm also going to be talking about divorce. I'm going to be talking about custody shit. I'm going to be talking about the upside of divorce because there's a huge upside. I'm going to be talking about, I don't know, how to tip your nanny. No, that's terrible. I'm not going to talk about how to tip your nanny because I can't even, I can't even handle, I don't even know how to talk to my nanny. My nanny comes over to take my kids to school and she has a seat and I bring her coffee and like I ask her what I can do for her. I'm a terrible nanny boss. Um, But we can talk about that, how it's kind of interesting how those roles shift when you actually do need help around the house and it feels kind of weird having to pay someone to make breakfast for your kids. I have a big problem with it. I want to talk about lots of stuff with body. Um, I grew up very much in a war with my body. I was a I wouldn't say fat, but I was husky. I was a husky kid. I shopped in the husky department. This is when they had a husky department. I don't, I think that's not politically correct anymore, but I was a chubby kid and I felt very sad about it. As a child, I was teased. I had a manager when I was 12 who told me I had to lose 10 pounds. So I went on a rampant 
war mission with my body. Um, anorexic at 13, bulimic, um, all kinds of things to escape reality, feeling really, just really, uh, I guess you can say I had a long history with self-hatred and um, all the things I did to run away from myself and push down the feelings and the pain, so much pain. So we'll talk about spirituality because it fits right in there. We'll talk about money, sex. I'm very into sex. Like I'm not that into sex. Like I don't have a lot of it, but I'm fascinated by sex. I'm fascinated by intimacy and connection. Um, Like I'm holding this microphone so close. Like that's how desperate I am for connection. It's like down my throat. But seriously, I love to connect. And I notice that as I get older and I'm meeting men and women in their 40s, Yeah, by the way, this is not exactly the millennial podcast, but this is like a millennial pep talk. So the millennials should listen to this because I'm going to steer you in the right direction. Um, These are like the shit that your mom won't tell you because I'm like the cool mom, um, but I'm not that old. Anyway, um, I want to talk about intimacy because there's so much around it uh, that really kind of like leads to the spiritual conversation and back again. Um, We're going to talk about trends, okay? We're going to talk about trends and we're going to trend bust. I'm going to talk about like the 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 juncture of meditation and money, like how spirituality is becoming materialized. And it's an amazing thing because now it's accessible to everyone. Like we're, we really are in the, the, what do you call it? The, this is the Aquarian age. I don't really know. I don't really know too much about the horoscope. Um, but anyway, uh, we are in the age where, you know, spirituality and hashtag spirituality is very accessible and it's amazing. It's becoming mainstream, but you know, what does it mean? What does it mean for it? How does it get diluted? Um, divorce, career, depression, had that been there? I cannot wait to bring on some experts, some brain experts. We're going to talk to Dr. Andrew Hill from Peak Brain, which is a place in West LA where you can get your brain all jacked up with neurofeedback. Okay. Sorry, Dr. Hill. Like that's not your pitch, but that's my pitch. Um, oh, we're going to talk about food. So there's a lot of trends about food and I'm going to bust them all, but um, we're going to bring on some major experts, cleansing experts. But I will say that back in 97, I was a fruitarian for two years. I was a fruitcake and I was a fruitarian and uh, I ate raw food, I ate fruit for like a year. And I ate raw foods and I was very into it. People thought I was batshit crazy on top of just being batshit crazy. And I actually met David Wolf. I think we were set up on a date uh, because we were like the only two raw foodists in uh, the world. And I went to meet him in San Diego and that's another story, but I can't wait to... David Avocado, you've got to be on my podcast. We'll talk about thyroid, fitness. So I'm also a fitness instructor. Yeah. Um, We can talk about trends. We can talk about what works, what doesn't work. I'm going to bring on some top of the LA top fitness peeps, but they're also like cool peeps. We're not just going to talk about like how to burn calories, although it is kind of interesting. Um, We're going to talk about being an artist. We're going to talk about art and money. Jerry Saltz, you're coming on my show. I'm just going to bring you out here, even though you said you have no time for coffee. I'll make it happen. Um, And um, we're going to talk about amazing, by the way, I have amazing sponsors. So as I'm recording some of the episodes, some of the sponsors aren't there yet. So you have to make sure to look into the, do they call them liner notes? Am I aging myself? Yeah, liner notes, like the concert, like, I don't know, you open the CD, you see the liner notes. Look at the bottom at the podcast write-up notes because we're going to have links and schminks and ways to get discounts and all that kind of cool stuff. But most importantly, we're here to have fun. I have so many amazing guests. I've been in LA for a really long time, okay? I have friends that started out, we all started out as little nobody embryos and some of them became really mega successful. 
Some of them didn't. Uh, sitting right here on my couch. Anyway, the point is I'm going to talk to everyone in all kinds of the spectrum. I'm going to talk about what it takes to have a career in Hollywood. I'm going to talk about what it takes to be well, have true wellness. But I don't want to say that this is just like another wellness podcast because there are people out there that really do a good job. And if I start thinking about that, I'll probably just like turn off my equipment and return it or sell it on Craigslist because I tend to really go into like deep comparison mode. And I'm like, why should I do that? There's 700 other people doing it. So just know that this is going to be original. This is going to be a little bit all over the place. And yet it'll always come back to a through line of how do you take care of yourself? Self-care. To me, beauty, self-care is the ultimate act of, 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 um, of self-love. You know, it's a stand, it's a political statement to say, I'm taking care of myself right now. Um, my love, the dear, lovely, lovable Shaman Durek says, you know, self-care selfishness is the new is the new self-love so i want to talk about how we are we're, we're, we're in a we're in a we're in a mode where we are overdoing it we are we are not at rest unless we are fucking checking off 600 million boxes on our to-do list by the way i'm totally uh you know susceptible and i'm a i don't know if i'm a victim of it but i'm i'm raising my hand i've got that little like hand emoji like the cute one with the girl raising her hand but i can't really figure out if like i'm blonde or brunette or what color my skin is but i'm that girl who i'm always doing and i'm going to say that self care is stopping putting the list away and just taking care of yourself if it's sitting on the couch watching I don't know, Handmaid's Tale, I love it. But just like that to me is like the ultimate nurture. It's a luxury. And I want to talk about what luxury means to me. And that's why I like the name low-key luxury because to me, the ultimate luxury is like sitting on the toilet for a really long time and just like fucking around, like looking at a West Elm catalog. To me, that is like the lap of luxury. Like I don't need a jacuzzi, but I like one, but I don't need it. Like I'm happy to just tune out. So welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my hizzy. It is so cool to be here. Uh, rate, obviously five stars. Subscribe, obvi, why not? I mean, what else are you going to listen to? Um, so share it with your friends. Tell tell your parents, tell your kids. Um, it's going to be really fun. I promise so many good things. And um, other than that, I can't wait to hang out with you. Let's keep it funky. And um, I can't wait to get to know you all. I don't know how, but maybe you can email me. Okay, here we go. Bye.